0: Uh so, there's some big news in my house, some really big news. And it's made me emotional a good few times. including yesterday when I was in Planet Coffee. I was feeling very relaxed. You know, when your emotions just come out of nowhere and you don't know why or how. Anyway, back to the topic in hand. So, I have lots of male friends. And lots of male chefs within the industry, food writers, professionals, even famous people that write for TV and work on TV, all sorts of people write. And obviously, I've had Bumble for a very long time. And I just came to learn that Bumble, unfortunately, only has men on there that are very, very unhealthy men. Very unhealthy. I have seen every which way of unhealthy uh, that I didn't think was possible in men on Bumble. And it's fucking disturbing. But how else am I going to meet someone? And then someone pops up who's not on Bumble. Is someone that I know of sorts. And he thinks that I live in um, Leeds. I don't know. Because the conversation, the conversation that we—I mean, I do not I, I do remember it now, but I don't—I rem, didn't remember it initially. We were talking at a pl- about a place called Friends of Ham in Leeds. It's near the train station. It's a weird location for such a night. It's just anyway. I couldn't remember how we we met online. Anyway, so. Uh, We're going on a date. And uh because we were having this conversation now, I just turned around and I said, Are you are you asking me on a date? Is that what this is? And he's like, I'd love to take you on a date. I'll do anything you want to do, kind of thing. And I'm like, wow. Okay, I did not see this coming. Um, Anyway, so... I gave him my number because we were messaging on um, one of my social media platforms. And I'm not saying which one because the person who stalks me listens to this podcast... Because he can't help himself. And his little sidekick sibling. Or siblings. Anyway. (laughs) Because they do. It's pathetic. So. But there's a bigger picture than stalkers. And then I gave him my number. And we WhatsApp. And voice message. (laughs) And the odd couple of phone calls. And we've arranged to go to... At Manchester together and spend some time together so we've booked the same hotel obviously separate rooms Um, we've booked well he's booked a lovely I've always wanted to say a chef's table so that's what we're doing I want to go to Evelyn's there's so many things I love about Manchester But the most important thing is that he listens to boundaries. He asks how I am. I will send a message and he will answer it. There is no playing about. He's let me know that he likes me. He's let me know how he feels about me. There has been no guessing games. And I've had some struggles over the last couple of weeks because I'm now realising that the peace I deserved is the peace that I'm getting now, which is vital because I've not been able to recover. The person who abused me carried on abusing me even after the fact. And that was very, very, very hard for me to deal with. But they knew that. And now is the time to heal. Now is the time to recover. And I want to be loved. I want to be in love. I want to love someone. I want to share my life with someone. And this guy has let me know, uh, because he doesn't live in Hull, that I'm welcome at his home, that he wants to show me things. I think he's from a different class to me. And I don't say that in a negative way. Um, But he doesn't make me feel inferior. He doesn't make me feel like there's a divide. I don't think there is a divide. People from the outside might see that or think that. But food is our common bond, which is a huge bond. And the word common or the term common bond is probably very light Um, in a situation where it's... Food for me is is a huge part of my life, although I'm not a chef anymore. Being a chef was all of my life. It consumed everything about me to the point that I obviously became a published food writer. Um, and dinner for me isn't just dinner. Lunch for me isn't just lunch. It's a, like a ritual for me. It's it's a form of self-love to me, so, yeah, and he was just very open, he's like, we can go wherever you want and do whatever you want, whenever you want, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Okay. And I was in therapy on Monday and I spoke about it. I cried most of that session because I was very overwhelmed with the gentleness. And when you've been in a very abusive relationship, because that person was a complete head fuck and there was like, I might not be good at a lot of things, but I'm good at getting in your fucking head, Sadal. I mean... Who says that? That that made me feel really disgusted. And it still does right now. But because this person has been on all my social media way before that last bad relationship and throughout it and has seen the Mademoiselle, has seen Let's Talk about it and everything else and the good, the bad and the ugly... I don't have to explain all of it because this person already knows all of it, which is a huge weight off my shoulders. And then because I don't have to explain all of that, because that is a lot. And then there's the factor that I take medication and that I'm not working. These are things... that some people, like the person that abused me, would use as a weapon to hurt me and be disgusting about, mock me and humiliate humiliate me with. But this person has been the complete opposite. And I, like, happened to mention that, I was like, pink champagne's a thing, isn't it? And it's like, yeah, and that's going to be our first drink before we drink anything else is pink champagne if that's what you want and I'm like, okay and then I'm going to get you loads of really nice drinks and cocktails we're going to go have a nice dinner we can grab some lunch together when we meet up and I'm like what and yes just yesterday i went to go grab coffee and i was actually i was actually feeling very relaxed and um And just felt, I was really glad that I had a cap on. And I felt very, this wave came over me. Because I I explained to this guy that I'm having to unlearn a lot of things that made me anxious. Because the guy that abused me wouldn't even let me finish a sentence. You don't deserve to finish a fucking sentence. You don't deserve my empathy, you fucking cunt. And that person did say those things to me of course, they're going to tell anyone that goes to them about this podcast, that they never did that. I have got no reason to lie or prove anything. The abuser does. The abuser's would you'll find out. Um, and I was just kind of very overwhelmed with the gentleness. Of this person. And I've had some really like. Terrible, terrible nightmares. Including last night. Awful. Violent. He's just messaging me. So this guy has got a really important job right. Very, very important job. And he finds the time to message me. There's no excuses. There's no nothing other than just anywhere. And I sat there and I started crying. And thankfully I had a tissue handy. And... uh, She pretended I was blowing my nose, but one of my friends was working in the cafe. One of my friends that worked in the cafe was in there having a coffee on a day off, so I wasn't alone if I needed anyone. But I needed to kind of just, you know, do that for myself. And but I know that I could have turned around at any given point, and I would have had help there had I needed it. And. So this person knows a lot about me, who I am, what I am, what I do, what I enjoy, what I don't enjoy. And when you first... Because I've always spoken, but it's um normally been asking me if I'm okay, because especially if I put things online, uh, that stalking people can't see because... Some things are set to private. Isn't that a (laughs) shocker? A lot set to private, but then you see, the thing is on something like my Facebook, um, you wouldn't know that if it's set to private, you're not going to see it. And that is the beauty. A lot of my Facebook, excuse me, is completely open because what would I have to hide? Um, I did stop crying eventually. It took me about 10, 15 minutes to kind of get myself together. And then I had to go and go do some stuff, which was quite tiring, which is why I think I was emotional this morning. I was a bit of a mess this morning. Um, And someone was coming to fit some blinds. I'd bought the wrong blinds, but... Bought the right one for the kitchen, which is nice, actually, because that's the room I sit in a lot. Um, I could do with getting a shower and going out and doing something. Uh, So, yeah, I've bought my train tickets. Hmm. I've bought my train tickets. I've booked the hotel. And we are both on the same page, that we're really looking forward to seeing each other, um, spending time together, getting a little tip, a bit tipsy together. Well, I've, I've booked a direct train home because I just know that I will be very ill <clears throat> on the Tuesday morning. I won't want to do anything. I'll be in a, a real state of affairs. Um, anyway, so... And I need some therapy this morning, uh, actually, sorry, this afternoon, a phone call. So, yeah, I should eat. I think I should eat, i think I need to eat and um, wash pots, shower. and enjoy the rest of my day.